Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to our final. Actually, no, we've got a, a special come through, but we ha- we're going to tell you after. Um, but our final kind of football related boots, balls and bras episode of the season for 2023 um, with myself, Earth Upon, because Farrah's looking at me like, where's my intro? <laughs> and What's the sensational Farrah Williams. Um, yeah, a lot to talk about. Obviously, fixtures, results. Again, we still haven't won any accumulator. Oh, my day. What is going on? Um, so much inconsistency in this league. So much inconsistently. Um, me, I thought you would have had a Christmas jumper on today, Farrah. For, I thought oh. you was going to. Well, you got one? I haven't. But what I do have. Oh, my <laughs> day. She's got the goalie shirt, guys. I got the golden ticket from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I was wondering why you turned up like a referee today. I knew there was something hiding underneath that. <laughs> <laughs> just wanna for all those envious people that looks like the same shirt you used to wear when you were 10 <laughs> this is my uh, green retro I managed to to get hold of one um cause they went on sale and they sold out within 5 minutes wow so don't be jealous you're not happy you're not borrowing it you're not having it, just it but looks so old squad I didn't realise it was like that this is this is what we're rocking no wonder they didn't put it on sale oh. but yeah I'm joking guys um, I managed to get it but yeah I'm looking forward to today's show a lot to talk so you about you like a Christmas tree by the Dino. way <laughs> Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, like Christmas a, tree. You're very Christmassy. Yeah, well, see? Well, what like are you? Your tinsel. Tinsel Just wrap it arms around me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all day, guys. Oh, so today I'm Christmas Jesus. tree and you are tinsel. tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> and we are looking forward to um, our final edition. I don't think we can start anywhere Ooh. again. Anywhere other than... The, what's wrong with North London, man? Anywhere other than North London... Um, and I think we had a question come in from Megan Chavez. So, and I think this kind of sums it up. It says, do we agree with Jonas's changes at the end of the game with five, arguably six strikers on the field? She said that we're missing key midfielders to link up play um, and fell into old habits, just putting loads of crosses into the box. Um, but analysis, BBC pundit. It was on Sky at the weekend. I didn't want to say, but yeah. But, no, uh, Listen, this blows my mind that they've gone and dominated, you know, the champions a week before and mm-hmm. then come and, yeah, they dominated Tottenham in terms of chances created, entries into the final third, crosses, as you say, which are, which have been Arsenal's success this year. So as an Arsenal fan, I'm surprised that they're being negative about the amount of balls that are put into a box and actually most of their success has come from wide areas this year. So that's a bit surprising, the question coming in there. Mm-hmm. But to dominate a game like that, I mean, what was it? 31 attempts at goal, only eight on target, but didn't convert one. Yeah. Uh, compared to Tottenham's. Tottenham had five shots, three on target, one goal. But I think um, that maybe. And they probably could have finished the game 2 0 there. Yeah, maybe there's that, I guess, link back to they mentioning at the beginning of the season, like Arsenal, they had those habits and they weren't picking up points. They were Statistically, they were dominating yeah. teams, loads of crosses into the box. I guess where they've changed it and started playing through 
um, the, the different parts of the, of the park and able to, to gain goals, not just from crosses, uh-huh. has seen has seen them get success over the past couple of months. So I guess maybe that's what they're referring to because actually when they were dominating teams statistically, loads of crosses in the box, they just weren't finishing. When they started to play a bit more, that's when they started to pick up more uh. more points. But I think... I don't know. Does the change in the mid obviously Conti Cup they they were two two ended up winning on penalties. I was surprised um, at that result as well, Huff. Exactly. Um, I was really surprised. You know what? To be fair to Tottenham, right? Because I was saying about I was writing them off a little bit in terms of playing against the big teams. I thought they started really well. Mm-hmm. They won the games you'd expect them to win, mm-hmm. and then obviously when they played the, the better teams, they struggled a little bit. We saw that with Chelsea. Although that opening game was quite competitive against Chelsea, they obviously got battered by City. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, it was a standout player for me. And I've, I've always liked Kit Graham as a player. Oh, I mean, mate. when she was at Charlton, always watching her, and, you know, I was be like, when is she going to play in the, in the Premier 100%. League? When is she going to play in our league? Unbelievable striker. But to go in against an Arsenal team, play holding midfield, which mm-hmm. is what she did, and dominate the game, I thought she was the best player on the park. Yeah, she was Mate, good. the composure that she showed in tight areas, which obviously that's how Tottenham manager wants them to play. Mm-hmm. They needed her in there in terms of that link and a little bit of composure under pressure to get out of difficult situations because they were deep. Yeah. It's that deep. They had like a 5 4 1, 4 5 1, whatever you want to call it. Beth England spent a lot of time isolated by herself in, in the other uh, high up the pitch. But I thought Kit Graham, like, would. Mate, she dominated in there. Yeah, she did. And I think usually she plays a little bit more higher up because mm. actually technically she oh, catches you off your line uh-huh. and she, like, she's able to, to cause damage. So I guess for her to be able to adapt and look at the personnel that they've got obviously got Thomas and like I said and we've got England Mm -hmm. up front who are I guess prolific strikers she's almost had to go into like a a different type of role Um, but I think like I said the beauty of it is if she has to switch she's also got that arsenal to be able to go in and just damage teams like 100% so yeah it's good obviously she had that injury earlier on in um, that she's coming back from and I think she's starting to find her form and finding I guess her identity in mm. what is it ever changing or has been Tottenham you, you squad you know what would be good uh, I'm like when um, do you know what I was going to bloody say Becky Spence what is wrong with me <laughs> when Drew Spence is back mm-hmm. and then you got Kit Graham and then you got obviously Martha Thomas who's been scoring goals and obviously uh, Beth England right when you have them higher up, they need a replacement in terms of that holding mid. They need like somebody with, with Kit's qualities in terms of her composure on the ball in tight areas to allow somebody like Kit to be higher up. You know what probably would be good in there? If they put... Um, Anger. Oh, yeah, Anger. Yeah, 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 I was calling her Has. If they put her holding and allowed... Mm. Could you imagine uh, Kit Graham just ahead of her with... with uh, Drew. But it does it does like, rely on everyone on form though. No, it does. But I'm yeah. just saying, like when I played with when I played with Hazard Reading, mm-hmm. like in terms of breaking up play, being comfortable, being able to pass mm-hmm. pass forward, and doing the simple things really effectively, I think that they're missing the trick. They're not playing her there mm. in that holding mid to allow those players to have that freedom to go and express because that's where they're going to get their chances. Yeah. Beth England needs people feeding her. That's her 100%. game. Like 100%. she ain't going to do it just by herself. I think I think they're still trying to work out what is their best way of playing. Obviously, mm. the manager said. He understands the strengths and the weaknesses of his squad. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what this season actually looks like for him. Is it mm. just identifying, looking at maybe eyeing up the January transfer window and looking into the summer and knowing actually we definitely need replacements here? Or is it making the best of a I wouldn't say a bad situation, but it's it's a weaker situation. They're not challenging, they're not where they want to be in terms mm. of as a club. Um but I think they've got in the manager, someone who has that aspiration and is able to drive them and take them to that next level. What that is yeah, that top I, four? Is it top five and consolidate and then moving it forward? I thought they'd be ahead of Liverpool worth this season. Like I thought on paper, like their squad that they have compared to Liverpool, 
Mm. I thought they'd be ahead of them. Um, but I think the manager has they some, could potentially, has something I think to do they, that. I though. think they could pick up points. I think they have they have time in, in in terms of that to pick up. Yeah, the manager's changed the whole dynamic. To no, but points. I mean in terms of like ahead of Liverpool, like someone who's played on the beard and has been mm. around. Oh yeah, game knows for, the game. For, like literally, he's mm. he's able to like ramp up any team yeah. into like believing they are meant to be on that pitch. He almost obviously started at Charlton and yeah. it, it always has those sort of tendencies mm. of that Charlton team where no matter what the name is on the back of the shirt, if you go and execute this plan well yeah. and you do it with urgency, we can take, we can, mm. we can always get points out of the game. So I think that's maybe what they haven't got in terms of like knowing the, the English league. football league culture. Mm. And that's maybe the, the, the difference in terms of Liverpool nicking points and coming from yeah. behind and sticking to the game plan rather than the talent that's yeah. like actually on the pitch. It's true. But Arsenal, mate, like, it's, you know what? It's so, it's so difficult. Like it must be so frustrating. Like their squad's ridiculous. Mm. Like genuinely, you, how they've got, how they've lost that game. Like, how do you get it so tactically right against Chelsea? And they were clinical. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you go back again, we spoke last week about sometimes I don't like looking at the stats because if you used to look at the stats, it would look like an even game between yeah. themselves and Chelsea. 100%. But actually they dominated. But when you look at the chances they had last week against mm -hmm. Chelsea, they were clinical. Yeah. That was the difference. They were more clinical than Chelsea. Now, if you look at the stats this weekend, Spurs have been more clinical. Yeah. Tottenham, sure. The fact that they've had eight, eight attempts at goal and they haven't scored one, like with 30, 31 attempts at goal earth, that's yeah. a lot, that's dominant. Like area, like in terms of, even like their pass percentage was good. Over 544 passes, 85% yeah. uh, pass completion, not bad. It's, it's, it's the finishing it's though, right? It's the end product. It's and when you, product. Get that, when you get that but right, we saw how they dominated Chelsea, when it, when it gets right, but it's about too often it's it's not right you know what's funny it was because like, when i watch arsenal sometimes and especially the way russo plays when she comes deep obviously there's not really many advanced runners right mm -hmm. but when she when the ball's in wide areas and she's in a box there's times where i look and i think why haven't they delivered it early mm. but i spoke to somebody at arsenal in terms of like what jonas likes and, and i told you that risk reward in terms of like if it's a cost that's definitely going to create something they're to do it if not they they, they recycle recycle and there's times where i think that like maybe given that information makes players hesitate a little mm. bit in terms of, oh, what's the best thing to do? Do I, do I be, be on the back line or am I going to recycle? Mm. And I think they get that wrong sometimes. The decision-making around early deliveries compared to recycling is wrong. And that's where they lose, you know, clear clearer cut chances. Yeah, and that's I where think. Tottenham got their goal, right? In terms of dribbling, played it yeah. into that corridor. Mm. And first time, like, my was just... Mad execution, though. Mad, like, I don't like, know how she went with the outside of it, like, the, the left foot, I don't know, like... <laughs> It was a good finish because uh, yeah. the defender it would have been a penalty if not Earth. Yeah, so she got swiped. I don't out. think there was anything else she could have done. No, I know. I, so I know, but normally if it come across there, you'd probably open up, wouldn't you? I'd like and bounce it, it up and, and flick. Of course, you would. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a good finish. I mean, how Earth are? Talk me through the the, the, the chance at the end, please. Oh my gosh, Rosella. I don't know how she... It was It was harder to miss. Like, the ball went through. I was like, this is a goal. I saw Zinsberg. You know, we got spitting in the playground. Wait there. And your neck, you're almost... It's like, your head's leaned so... Up, like. She was just, like, trying to get back. Like, she was dusting. Oh and I thought, just hit it. She took another touch and another touch and then went to place it in... Let me tell you, I would have toe-poked that straight down from the beginning and that would have been rolling towards the net. 
and then yeah, great tackle at the end in terms of yeah, but but yeah, that should have been that should have been a goal. Game She's, set match. Game set match. Two nil. Yeah, Tottenham um, fans going wild. Um, Mad one. It was it was great to see. What was it? Just nearly twenty thousand fans. Yeah. So that they're improving mm-hmm. from where. What game was it that we oh, went we to? Oh, we went to. Oh, yeah. Was it Reading? Tottenham Reading. <laughs> Tottenham Reading. Ten people was there. Yeah. So again, yeah. they're looking at some good practice. Progress. So again, at North London are doing something really really well, but. So yeah. Yeah, well done to Tottenham. Yeah, and frustration for Arsenal. Frustration for Arsenal. All, mo- all motivation. Sitting top of the league, guys. Oh, over to Chelsea, who, yeah, Ashton Gate yeah. used. We expected. Like, we, expected we expected a win. It, so, yeah. Um, a good reaction, I guess, following midweek the Champions League. Champions League midweek results. Um, Liam Charles getting sent off. I know. Gonna miss a game. I know. It really sloppy at the end yeah. as well, like unnecessary, but. Again, Oi, give someone else. LJ. Well. LJ. Goal, by the way. Mate. Please. I can't. Literally, you know. Please. After. Why just took it between the lines? Oh, it's crazy. But again, I, do you know what I love about it? I guess after the, the abuse that she got mm. this week, um, and we spoke about it on the pod, like I said, remember, yeah. she's not Kelly Smith. She yeah. is going to get abused. Like yeah. Some players get away with it and she needs yeah. to remember, and Emma Hayes touched on it, there is going to be a racial attachment to it. And we saw it come in thick and fast. Um but again, her talking, just let the, the football pitch, yeah. do the talking. And she's and she's so good in terms of being able to do that. So I was so pleased for her yeah. in terms of, again, Emma playing her and yeah, not yeah. using that as an excuse not to play her. Um, and her going on and scoring the goal, contributing towards the, the team performance. Um, we had obviously Erin Cuthbert in the middle doing what she does, obviously making our team of the week. She was brilliant, yeah. I thought. Mate, she's, been, she's, um, so, she's so consistent, isn't she? Like, do we just expect, because she just like, does it, we yeah, don't like, rate her because it's expected. Like, I rate her highly, like, she's one of my favourite players in the No, league. but I mean as in like... But she don't get spoken about that Because regularly. everyone expects it because that's just the level. it's just a standard level exactly. that she's delivered so, for so, for so mm-hmm. long that like people go, oh yeah, like, you know, that's just Erin. Like, Erin just is eight, nine out of ten every week. Yeah. So they don't even, yeah, kind of like... Get, she gets see. missed because of that, because she's that good, that consistent, and because she's that, Scottish, potentially. See, if she's if she's if she's an English player, oh, mate, playing like that, she's the best player. She's to be the best midfielder. Exactly, people are raving about yeah, her. Yeah, of course. So she's, she's ridiculous. Even in the Arsenal game, I said I, I said to you last week, like mm. uh, from a poor Chelsea performance, she still had the levels of quality and expect everything about her leadership. Mm. Like she was just like, nah. You look and play crap, but I ain't looking crap. Yeah, and she great. wanted to try to take yeah the game. I love that in but terms of young players. Good but player, man. Three nil, top of the table. Yep. So as I said, my team going into the into the new year sitting top. Missed opportunity. For yeah, hundred percent for the other. And teams. you know what? The, the both fixtures you'd have thought that ch- both Chelsea and Arsenal would have won. So, mm. but yeah, that that was just one we 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 couldn't avoid touching on as my team. But we're going to your team, Earths, because. Oh yeah, you're gassed to go. You're gassed to go. Your team did well on the weekend, did it not? Talk me through your team's performance. We Earth. we did we didn't do oh, well didn't. in sorry, terms sorry. of picking up points. Um, an unusual loss at Lee, um, not picking up the three points. And I've got to say, because we we get it from the United fans, there's a couple of things that we definitely have to go through in terms of the leadership and the management. We, we can't hide behind anything anymore. It needs to be improved. I think there's 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 a lot of pressure on the on the mark to around what he's doing around his team um, to prepare the squad to be able to perform. And I think that's something that needs a r- real assessment in terms of where they're at and actually is he the right person to take them to the next level. I'm not saying go in and sack him, but I'm saying does he need extra resources? Does he need other specialisms around him to help him bridge that gap? Um, 
like I, we mentioned it before in terms of Liverpool, like I said, they reminded mm. me of like that Charlton team that just were able to just find a result. They never gave up, even going down early. Yeah. Um, and similar to Arsenal, Man United had so many chances. They could have been four, five nil up wait, in, the fir- in the first half. They had 11 shots at goal, mm-hmm. right? They had two on target. That was in like the first Liverpool, 20, so you're saying they should have scored more. Two shots on target out of the 11. Liverpool mm-hmm. had 10 mm-hmm. shots at goal, three on target. No, but they what I'm trying to say in terms of they were dominant. They yeah, yeah, they like were dominant. 59% possession. They, they should have been at least... Um, when you're saying off target, I mean, as in those shots should have been on target. Yeah, I know, but they're not. That's the problem. This is my whole point. This is the problem. What is it? But is then, that, but, that, that, you're saying that the manager needs to be looked at. What is it? But I'm saying, where's the accountability? Is where's the accountability? Yes, I'm trying These to say. Similar players said they were there last year. That was my whole point. No, like, I'm saying goal, there's no like, accountability tune, in terms of Paris, Port. like Zellum, Lad, all of these, yeah. like Blundell, Turner. Uh, there's two players in that in that starting eleven from the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Baje and Rote Russo that would have been playing in that team yeah. last year. And so, how can you have that much of a drop off? Eh? You, you can't do that. I'm trying to say. Actually, seen... a standout player for me was Riviera. She played. She played well. Mm. Yes. Um, yesterday, in terms of um, her performance, but for me, like you said, the accountability piece. I'm talking about from a player's point of view. When does that pressure be put on them as well in terms of their performance, or is there not that personnel to say you could lose your place? Because we're seeing people like we talked about Lucia Garcia. Why? Why is she, why is she starting? We saw Rachel Williams come on. And she Great. was, yeah. she was like, as as Rachel always Would does, like chasing everything down, like trying Jay-Z to create opportunities. Jay Z, Jay Z came on, and I saw it in terms of this. This is the the shift as well. She's come from Barcelona, huh. and is expecting to play. Yeah, I, for me, the body language, of course, was wild. Like, mm. I think a lot of the Man United body yeah. language. It's, it, it, it was I, that stood out to me yeah, and again how do you manage that though because that's impacting performance I think a lot of them there. I said that the other week didn't I when I mm. said that them against Bristol I thought the body language at times w- w- wasn't okay but I, and I hate to like I hate it because we were players and obviously mm. like you know we, we've played frustrated at times and you know my body language or your body language has mm. been a certain way and when people challenge that or, or whatever it, it, it's shit isn't it like you mm. don't want it, you, you don't want outsiders to be commenting on your body language when it's yeah. more you care right because yeah. that would be me going actually I care and they probably do care I'm not saying that they don't but flinging arms up swinging arm, whatever head down that type of body language or it when you're not in a good place they're home form this year mm. it's horrendous yeah and that's something they could like always they rely on last exactly year. Like last year the fans were behind them this year you're hearing chants they want Mark Mark Skinner out mm. like after the game they're singing singing his name mm. get him out every week we have people messaging into the podcast you don't need to discuss this. You need to talk about this. Yeah. What do you think about this? I think... It's uh, mad. One, one thing that also pops into my mind, obviously the growth of the women's game where it currently is now. Uh, Some, so, Let me... Sorry to interrupt you. Let me just see, because we got, we got the stats here. Right? So WSL home record for Man mm-hmm. United last year. We talk about their home form. They played 11. Yeah. They won nine. They drew one and they lost one, right? Mm-hmm. So now they've played five already. They've only won one home out of the five. They've yeah. drawn two and lost two. Yeah. That's already doubled yeah, yeah. the amount of draws and losses at home the, at halfway stage to last year. So they need to have a fantastic second half of the but 2024. Already, they, they, were not, they were not, not going to make up what they did yeah. last year in terms of their home form and how how impactful the fans being on board with them was last year. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe the fans, you, you know, tweeting in, giving, you know, saying how bad the manager and players and whatever. They've got a point. They've got, they, one, they've got a point, but two, they've also got responsibility. Yeah. The players need them. They're in a difficult period. Yeah. They need their fans on board and get behind them because yeah. maybe actually when you are positive then you saw the reaction they had last year because they won home games last year they mm. probably shouldn't have won Definitely. but the crowd was fantastic they built up a, a fantastic fan base there at 100%. Lee Village so you know are you helping every day going in negativity about your players and your manager it's mm-hmm. probably not helping yeah it's but you always everyone loves it in terms of like the fans and, and it helped boost morale and obviously in terms of performance no one wants a mm. You no one wants to be at a home game and they're booing you as well as booing the opposition because it makes no sense. It's, mm. like, it's like a neutral ground. So there's definitely work to be done there. But I think as well, obviously, the, I was going to say the way the game is growing now, what do you think around, not necessarily the leadership, but in terms of there's players whose profile is bigger than the club or bigger than the club's performance, I feel. As in example, I don't know what you mean. As in, for example, I don't know, Linus, Ella Toon. She's got a massive following in terms of yeah. profile, branding, followers, et cetera, et cetera. Does it come to a point where actually you're thinking, where do I move to a club? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com who's got a match in success rather than fighting to improve and make it better okay it's just a thought because I'm yeah, thinking yeah, like you think of, like you look at someone like or Jay Z. She's come from Barcelona, mm-hmm. so she's used to having this stardom, yeah. Brazilian player, etc. You come to a club like Man United, who yes is a brand in terms of Man United, but what's happening on the pitch mm. isn't matching. Who gives you that fire in the belly that says we're gonna build this team? We're still gonna get better. We're still gonna want to challenge, or is it a point where? But ain't I'm that be- what they're trying them. to do? Like, ain't, ain't that what they were trying to do in signing Jesus and Miyasawa and mm-hmm. um, Marlon? Like, they're trying to, 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 for their squad depth to be better. Yeah. They're trying to sign these players that have played international football. Mm-hmm. Well, like in, in the World Cup, you've got people that have won Champions Leagues and whatever. So they're trying to bring these players in who have those experiences at the top level. Mm-hmm. But the performance a, ain't matching. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so but, now, now that SHIT has hit the fan, who is that? Because remember, they're used to being in successful teams. Who has those characteristics yeah, to, yeah, but, to drag them out? No, but or, I'm saying, if you're, if you're them players, you're, if I was like that Jesus and all that, I'm looking at a Man United team going, okay, they competed last year. They lost the FA Cup mm-hmm. final and they competed till the end, but then, you know, wasn't able to put, get over line. So I'm yeah. not going to a team that has had success. No. So but, they know they're going to a team that's still developing yeah, and but, still trying to grow whilst the teams above them are still developing, uh-huh. are still uh, making their squads 10 times better than it was. Like Chelsea probably, they won the league, back-to-back titles or four, 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 four mm-hmm. titles back-to-back and they still go and spend the most money. 
No, but what they I'm still go and get the best player. They still try and make their squad depth better. These players, but it, them coming in is meant to make the squad depth better. They are world class players that they've added. So but the are fact they, that they uh, got, are they though? Well, the, from you look at what they've but done, she elsewhere. couldn't get into the Barcelona team, Jesus. That's yeah, probably why but, she left. She was frustrated. But then you, you see how she performs on, she the, on the international. Uh, she can play, but you can't. You can't deny they are improving the current squad in terms of they are good personnel. Oh, yeah, they're added. Good players, what I'm saying sure. is the performances. Like we've just looked at the stats, it's gone, it's gone mm-hmm, backwards. backwards. So what I'm trying to say is, who is that person that is going to get them by the scruff of the neck or say, we're going to fight for this team? Because the people that have been there, like your Ella Toons or your Goltons, or like, remember yeah. now you're looking at the profile where they've come from an English point yeah, of view. Yeah, yeah. Their profile has just gone up and up mm-hmm. and up and up and up. They have the ability to go to any club or majority of clubs around Europe or make that move. So where they're actually projecting up and have the opportunity to leave, the others are coming in mm. and trying to build that team up. So again, the things such as like you have I to think, have that I think the United midfield is weak, Earth. I, I genuinely do. I've been saying it all along. I, I think their midfield is weak. In terms of in terms in of what ter- though? In, in terms of competing for the title. In, in terms of competing in the Champions League. Yeah. Like, that's probably, like, you, you talk about areas of improvement, right? They brought in all strikers here. Mm-hmm. Attacking players. They had, they had decent attacking players, you know, in the Los Russo. But they, they haven't brought in any midfielders. They brought in Miyazawa. But in terms of then adapting to the... We, we already know most Japanese players mm. that, that come into the league, that have come in in the past, they very rarely fit into other styles other than their own. They have a specific way of playing in the yeah. national team and they look amazing in the national team. Yeah. Every time you play against Japan, they're, they're the most difficult national team in terms of yeah. possession, possession-based team, but they're very structured in what they do. Yeah. So like Miyazawa will be used to a certain quality of pass, a certain yeah. detail of pass, because mm-hmm. that's how detailed Jap- the Japanese are. Yeah. English aren't detailed like that. Yeah. And the so movement. when you've got the English players in there and they're just they're giving you a ball with not much detail in it, they're just rolling it in here, mm-hmm. but they're not or, or, or firing it in yeah, or, yeah. or whatever, or there's no second movement. Mm-hmm. She's probably thinking what's going on. So she probably can't adapt her own game into their game. Yeah. So for all the qualities that she does have, in a team like that, it's probably not going to bring the best out of her. No. I'm for sure it's not. So you you are bringing in a world-class player, somebody that had an unbelievable World Cup. Mm-hmm. Was she finished top goal scorer? Did she not? Or she got a lot of goals? Me yeah. as well, I can't remember now. But you're then bringing into a team that don't have that same structure. Yeah. So how do you get the best out of her? Uh, again, like you said, you hey Zeus, coming from from Barcelona, I would imagine in that, terms of them. That's a whole. That's similar. a whole different. Yeah, the, the rotation and the yeah. movement. You'll have so many options to to play the ball off, like bouncing. But like I'm saying, you don't think that they're a really good midfield. I don't think they've ever been like a world class. When we look at all the other top mm. world class, but, um, but that's what I'm saying. Teams. Look at Chelsea's midfield. But everyone, like you look said, at City's midfield. But on top of it, Arsenal's. Everyone's improving mm. in terms of that space so they've stayed, the they've stayed the same so so already they wasn't in the uh-huh. top five yeah. and they've stayed the same and everyone else has improved yeah. so that's what i'm saying that's where the disparity comes uh-huh. yes you can have the stuff that's happening at, at the top mm. and you can strengthen it's at true. the back but that middle piece has remained the same the same and everyone else has moved even further mm. forward so okay. yeah there's so what many different Liverpool bits. have strengthened their midfield they got what they, 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 they did last year with um oh what's the korean is she or the japanese is she japanese the Japanese centre mid, and then they obviously got the, is it the Norwegian, the one that Billy compared to me. Oh, but I'm yeah. just saying, in terms of midfield, like Liverpool have already now strengthened their midfield. Mm-hmm. They probably overtook United in terms of midfield dominance, mm-hmm. like as in player for player. They're probably better. Yeah. Chelsea midfield ridiculous. Arsenal's got how many rotation midfield? City is ridiculous. They brought in more yeah. players to that, and you think of like midfield areas, like where games can be won or lost. Yeah, and and United certainly haven't strengthened that. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, yeah, definitely anyway. congratulate Liverpool on. Oh, I there guess. we are. Sorry, but that's not her name. 
not how you pronounce it, but yeah. Yeah. yeah well done to um, Liverpool again after what was it six seven nil last season that they lost to United, so was they've come back. Much? Yeah, and wow. and had a revenge mm. and um, followed the, the game plan. Obviously, want to wish. Gemma Bonner, a speedy oh recovery. I messaged her, actually. She's got back to me. Um, um, she was yeah. knocked out before she even hit the floor. Literally. She I saw. she doesn't remember anything. She said typical that it's Rachel Williams that she goes into <laughs> a head of women. She's obviously going to come out worse. Literally, absolute but, steam. Oh, it looked disgusting. Steam like, the arms train. were just like... Did you see it? Sick, yeah, like, literally. Worried. I was worried, worried for her. So but she says she's okay. She's fine. Recovering, she's recovering. Which is good. Which is Speedy great. recovery. Obviously, with the Christmas break, just eat what you want, girl. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, I'm, was it a mouth that got hit as well? Was a it mouth. Mouth? I think it was her mouth. And it was, it was, you're on soup for a few Yeah, weeks. you're on soup for a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's good that she was able to at least message and say that she's okay because she's, it looked horrendous. Very, it, yeah. it, it, didn't, it didn't look nice. Well, um, from when you're messaging in a group straight away, I know that it, it's, it's not exactly. a good one. <laughs> so other results that came in, we had City beating Man City, beating Everton 4-1. Another hat-trick from Bunny Shaw and a missed penalty. Uh, um, still taking the match ball home. Um, so City keeping tight tight links to, to Chelsea at the top of the table. We had Leicester and West Ham 1-1 draw. Mad. West Ham t- down to 10, Sissoka getting sent off and then they're them scoring in like the 98th minute. It. Can't believe it. I can't believe that result. Fuming. Um, and then Villa, uh, Leon scoring that, that 1-0 win against, against Brighton. So, I don't know. Do you know what? We always say, people say WSL is the best league in the world and sometimes maybe I was a bit critical in terms of People only pick up points against good teams if the good teams or the the name brand teams have a, a mm-hmm. day off. Mm-hmm. I think now actually we're getting teams that are improving overall mm. and are able to compete and stay in the game longer and nick, not would say nick, but have results that are not predictable. So yeah, it's great to see the way that the the league's developing, um, and obviously we got the January transfer window. Yeah, like West Ham needs to do some business. <laughs> We're looking at West Ham at this the same stage last year where they'd only this this stage last mm-hmm. year going into Christmas, West Ham was on fifteen points sitting fifth. Yeah. Their second bottom on the same amount of points tally as, as Bristol City and only out of it based on goal difference, being three better than um Bristol. Yeah. Five points. So there's a ten points difference there from the same stage so, last year. So what so what would you in terms of what would be if you could have Bearing two, mind, right? two signings, who, what area do they need to? Because there's so much that oh, that could it's... you have. But look, I don't know. you're the chairman. You got you got. Two, I don't know. So much. Well, you, for me, did you've they, got to tighten did up. They, did they replace Fisk? Probably not. No. When, she, when they left Liverpool, to tight, that's actually to... improved Liverpool's yeah. team, by the way. You need to tighten up in there. So they need a, they need a defender for sure. Yeah. Um, but Liverpool just mainly robbed quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. It's, again, Bailey's was um, there before. United need a midfielder for sure. Mm-hmm. So any any well we've seen obviously we we're back to the Mary Earps mill. Is she going? Is she not going? Looks um, like a done deal, right? It looks like a done I'm deal. Just, I just don't think media. Excuse me. I don't think media outlets would be able to publish what they have without any sort of concrete evidence behind mm-hmm. that. Um, Alex was saying tight lipped when I seen Alex Scott mm-hmm. in terms of that transfer. So it could be a, a January move for sure. I think I think in the from the point of I'd the like to see Ellie man Ellie Robert. Ellie, but I want to see her playing. Where, yeah, I, I don't know. I want to see her playing. I who see her who playing. needs a keeper? Everton. Good shout. No, because to be fair, no, was, Ramsey was injured, but they yeah, still got but, what's her name, um, Bosman. Yeah, she'll still there's still stuff there. She wants to be she wants to be playing though. That's yeah. that, that's the thing. And I, actually, I don't think you're always sort of one game Man away United. in terms of a potential. Ooh, City to United. What? No rivalry. Alex Greenwood's done it. 
<laughs> Nikita's done it. I know they had a team in between, but they still yeah. did it. Good Why shout. Not? Stay in Manchester, comfortable. Yeah. If they lose me every year, anyway, but perfect replacement. Yeah. Mate, Mark, get onto it. I'll yeah. be looking at that. For sure, I'll be looking at that. Yeah, this, it's a good she's shout. She's settled already, so it's not, you're not going to unsettle her by moving her out. And she's a good enough keeper to be playing in our, in our league. She was, mate, it was only a couple of years ago, she was England number one. Yeah, but again, I'm just thinking, like, obviously Keaton's broken through, but it's only like, she's only one way some an injury can happen or anything can I know, happen and she could be back in i just uh, i don't think gareth taylor he rates her i don't think it's right I, I don't know if it's a contract thing i don't know what it is but i i don't know how it looks from the outside in terms of the treatment of her doesn't mm-hmm. look good no and obviously i've heard in the past how he's treated players uh, this is just what you've heard in the past i don't know the guy so it's really difficult for me to comment on how he treats his players and how mm-hmm. he manages them but I've seen and heard things in the past that hasn't sound the best of manager um, qualities. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of seeing that with her who went from your number one goalkeeper, England number one at a point, to then can't even get on the bench. Yeah. Can't even get on the bench, And She looks like so, a shadow of bench. herself. I don't know if you saw the recent interview she did. Can't even get on the bench. Yeah, she was like, I've just got to keep, you know, this textbook stuff, like I've just got to keep working hard. Because Everyone she's trying to, to remain professional when she's exactly. probably really, really frustrated mm. and probably feels like she's being treated differently to other people. Yeah. And look, I, this is me just guessing. So I, like, it, it's difficult, as I say, and, and, and I'm sure she's too professional to even come out, even after she does get a move to say, but mm-hmm. there's got to be something not right there in terms of the treatment of her. Yeah. Because it's too, it's too much. You don't go from England number one, City number one. To can't even get in the squad, Erfa. Yeah, as, drastic. As, as players, we just want to see players playing. Play. So. And she's, uh, like, yeah, I'd love to see her back playing. And no, Man no. United, maybe, maybe. Matt, potentially. Maybe you heard it here first. Yeah, that was um, a good signing for them. Really good signing. Um, in terms of, I guess, other stuff, other news in and around football. Have you been talking? Um, great to see um, some investment coming in in terms of the championship. We've got Michelle Kang, who has acquired London City Lionesses. Um, she's no stranger to women's football. She's a major shareholder in Lyon at Washington in the NWSL as well. Um, and now she's coming across to England. So mm. she sees the potential, um, most probably where the game is now. And you see how she goes London City Lionesses and you know why? They're not, they're not, they don't have an affiliation with anyone. Exactly. So As smart. It's like a, it's exactly. like a um, franchise. Like a franchise. So independent. she's smart in terms of what she's and why she's chosen them mm-hmm. but it's good for them which is which is brilliant yeah. and they're challenging in terms of promotion mm-hmm. um to, to come up to the wsl but yeah it's, it's a project that she most probably can get her teeth right into mm. and who knows some lone players coming in could be different different times of year in terms of clubs so mm. that will be be great and yeah it's always great to see the women's game growing in terms of that and then we've got rebecca welsh who has been given a Premier League game. She'll be the first female to uh, referee a Premier League game in the history, history. Of, in the history of the Premier League, which is amazing. And like we've, we've talked about other aspects around women doing traditional men roles or, or jobs. Mm. Um, and like we know, this is done on merit. So she's yeah. put the work in, she's good enough um, to be in that it, position. Uh, but as I said to you before, you know what's frustrating? And as you say, women in men's jobs or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it, or men's and women's jobs, whatever nonsense that is. Mm-hmm. Um, they they, they rarely name referees that many weeks in advance, <laughs> right? So because now we have a black referee, Sam. the first since um, Uriah Rene, is that his yeah, name? Uriah Rene. Yeah, the first since him. And then obviously now we've got a female. 
they announce it three or four weeks in advance, right? So what that does in enhancing the pressure that is then put on them and the, and the fact that you've got three weeks building into <laughs> these people taking a fixture for the first time, like they're not already under pressure, mm. given the fact of, you know, the colour of their skin or, or, or their sex or their, um, the, the gender, gender yeah. right? So they're already under pressure with that anyway. Because it's unheard of, isn't it? It's unseen. Mm. It's only ever white males that are doing the, the, the men's Premier League. And you're just adding pressure by announcing it three or four weeks early. Yeah, they should have just, just, just let, them let the game go like and then it celebrate normal. it after. Of course, asking, they asked Poch about it. And he was like, yeah, well, we had uh, Stephanie Frappa in, in, you know, when, when I was at PSG. Friend, yeah. It's just normal. If you're good enough, it doesn't matter what you are. Yeah, I remember, I think the only other time I saw it, was it Jackie Oatley who done that first oh, the commentary. ever commentary? Yeah, at Fulham. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Literally, it was like, but it, it, I don't think there was this big run-up. It was literally just like a celebration of yeah, her of being her, the first. Yeah. And I think maybe a similar approach, mm, um, not being cynical, but yeah, a similar approach in terms of celebrating what's gone on and the milestones that's been made. Isn't it funny that it's always at Craven Cottage? <laughs> what are you saying? Fulham's Jackie Oatley. And now yeah, Fulham against Burnley. Is it Burnley? Yeah. That's a good shout, actually. What? I mean, that was my first team where I ran through the turnstiles. <laughs> <laughs> Got my free shin pads. <laughs> We've actually for. got a picture of that. I've yeah, seen probably. the picture. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Well, Fulham's a good community West club. London community club. Yeah. Well Unlike done, Chelsea. Yeah, is that what you're trying to say? No, no, you said it. I didn't okay. say. I didn't say anything. Um, but yeah, great to see bits and bobs happening in and around the game of women's football or just football in in general. In general. So yeah, we've also got some fans' questions um, that we're gonna try and answer. Well, Farah's going to okay. hopefully give us some answers to as well. So we've got Eva April underscore has asked, favourite game of the year so the far? The year or the season? The whole year? This, this season so far. Just this season? Yeah, not not the old W, like, as in terms um, of going forward. Whilst you think, I'm going to say mine is definitely Arsenal versus Villa. Um, uh-huh. Crowd was great. Good atmosphere. Great to see Beth Mead back. Um, and those late goals in terms Me of... Me too, because I would have been naked in the studio. <laughs> and Farrell would have yes. been naked That's in the studio. That's my favourite game too, just reminded me. <laughs> and Farrell would have been naked in the studio. That's my favourite game. So, yes, that is... Um, As that you were is saying, it, I was like, is she having a dig here? That is my favourite game. Thanks, thanks. Is that yours yeah, as well? They saved my life. Or <laughs> <laughs> you lost yeah. life. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, next one was from Swaggy X Granty. Best moment of the podcast for 2023, other than you not taking your clothes off. What would it be? You being our new announcer because I get the best intros ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it. I, I'll, I'll pay you later. No, no, no. That's the best. I get the best intros. We have the best fun. Mm. Yeah. I think for. I don't have a best bit. I just think, I just like... Me robbing your pen every week? Farrah always robs my pen. So I've got <laughs> a different... I've actually that. got a different... I've got her that pen. She got me the dog-chewed no, pen I just week. found it on the table, but I've actually even changed my pen so that she doesn't actually get to use it. So, uh, Bic, if you've got any pens for Farrah, please send yeah, her send some them. across. Um, we've got underscore Paula underscore <coughs> BRMN. And she says, which player has surprised you the most this season? I've already said it, LJ. Like I remember, I, mm. I, the oh, talk yeah, was the that. talk, but actually, I've actually seen it consistently, consistent. And again, this week she just shows left foot strike. I think I need to actually see her live, like in an actual session, like a training session, to see 
Maybe we'll sort maybe, out. maybe have a conversation because I want to know has she like been really practicing this? She says she has in like, other interviews and stuff, but it actually amazes she me. She get a spy. She get like the little thing that flies over. Yeah, the drone. Ground. Yeah, for my for my house to theirs. Oh, let's do it. Good shout. Okay, so um, LJ for me. I don't yeah. know who for you. I did say Charles. I think in terms of her decision making has been the best it's been this season. I think mm-hmm. you've seen the development since signing for Chelsea and how she's really grown and obviously established herself now as a regular. So yeah, Neve Charles probably most improved this season for me. Amazing. Cool. Um, that's it from this and week. And I think that fun. wraps it up for yeah. the, for this week. Um, we have got a Christmas, Christmas. special um, that you guys can, Day, can look out for. Yeah, a present for Christmas. Yeah, so tune in. Santa will deliver it on Christmas Day mm. um, for you guys to tune in um, and listen to. It's definitely not one to miss from the Christmas tree and the tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah very very special um, some questions but it's great to have been rocking it and kicking it with you guys for this half of the year for 2023 Um, from me I want to wish everyone a merry Christmas a fantastic festive season if you celebrate it or you don't celebrate it um, spend time with family um, eat loads yeah I knew I was coming Yeah, that was what I was going to say eat and drink all you want reflect on the year um and yeah just enjoy being around loved ones we've seen obviously other stuff that's happening in and around the world um currently and yeah just remember and just have that gratitude in terms of being able to breathe every day and wake up and celebrate um being alive so i guess from me to you and us too <laughs> um wishing you a merry christmas feliz navidad Feliz Navidad. Wait, be, be, she's be, gone be, off. There's nothing to elaborate on that. She's pretty much filled every part of Christmas festive season. That What can I add on? I can't. No, can't. So have a lovely Christmas. And we all look forward to you tuning in to us in the new year. Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I know, I was thinking, where am I going? But anyway, yeah. Enjoy <laughs> Christmas. Have a lovely time off like we will. And we will see you in the new year. Okay. Adios. Ciao. <laughs>